Finer Things. I'm Lisa and this is Wes. We are podcasting from the Members Only Lounge at the Cigar Lodge in Akron, Ohio. Today's topic is time management. Time management. I am uh, going to be smoking a Perdomo Lot 23 from Esteli, Nicaragua. I'm sure I'm pronouncing the Esteli wrong, but uh, that's mm. what I've got. And I've got the Dalmore Cigar Malt Reserve. What are you smoking, Lisa? Well, I'm going to start with what I'm drinking. It's the Dow Winnie 15, and it's it's tasty. Um, very kind of. I mean, I, I honestly, initially, the first flavor I'm getting is kind of soapy. I think it's gonna have to kind of cooperate with my cigar a little bit. We'll see how it develops. The cigar that I'm smoking. It's a Gurkha side brand. Gurkha. It's called K. Hansadia. It's a Sherpa. This is from 2002. It's my favorite cigar, and you can only acquire it by cigar auctions at this point. They Because I, they're so old. Well, I don't think they make them anymore. Well, that's another so, important trait. So this one is very, very mild, very smooth. This is, it's Memorial Day, you just had a nice hamburger, you're sitting out at the camper by the campfire. That's the first time that I smoked this. That's literally the scenario that was going on, and it was just, it was really nice then. It's still really nice now. The uh, Dalmore Cigar Malt here, this is another Highland Single Malt. It is matured in Cabernet Sauvignon wine barks. Brokes. I'm sorry, I just mispronounced that word, but the barrels, and it is very, very good. Pairs well with cigars, that's why they call it the cigar malt. And I did that on the last episode. It's intense. It's a very intense kind of flavor. Um, Pairs well with just about everything. I don't know. I think it needs a little darker cigar to go with it. I think the Sherpa, it would have just overpowered it. Well, I've got the Perdomo uh, Lot 23, and right. like I said earlier, it's not as dark as other cigars. It is a brown. It's a, just another um, smooth cigar. Sure. It's not sun-grown, um, just initial flavor tones. Uh, very smooth, very good. And if you're listening to this, you are working on your time management, and hopefully you're doing something else with your earbuds in while you listen to this podcast. So thank you. Tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend. So as far as time management goes, I mean, obviously everybody's busy and there's a lot of, right. a lot of life hacks or tricks and oh yeah, you know, tricks and tips on what you can do and everything. What kind of things do you do, Lisa, to pack as much as you can into a day? <laughs> um, honestly, I love love the days when I'm the busiest when stuff is like I've got. 15 things right after another that I got to handle in the next hour. So I love that. That's my absolute happy place. Because I feel like I got a lot accomplished during that time. Well, as far as uh, my time management is concerned, you know, I, I do a lot of a lot of in the car. So I, I listen to podcasts mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, that's a lot of drive time. You make a lot of phone calls. I've got a Bluetooth uh, 
of capabilities, right. just like every other car in the world. Sure. So you get a lot of windshield time, so you can make those phone calls and everything else like that. And you know, the other things that I do is you try to have a process in your life of, you know, what do you need to get done today? Right. And what are these things that have to get done? Do you have to go grocery shopping? Or do you have to do this? I mean, there's a million right. little tasks that everybody has to do. So at the end of the day, you can obviously enjoy the fire things and have a cigar and maybe a scotch. Yeah. So to I get mean, that done. I mean, I'll be honest. My ex-husband and I used to smoke cigars. And it was a very nice end to the day because it's, okay, look, our days have been crazy. We're juggling kids. We're juggling household responsibilities, jobs, all of that sort of stuff. And, um, you know, to come together and have that hour or so at the end of the day where this is relaxation time. This is time when the kids aren't right there bugging us for stuff. We're not out grocery shopping. They won't let you in the store with the cigar. This is, no, unfortunately, this is just us. And so that was a very nice, calming, relaxing way to spend time together. Well, and what has helped me is you've got to prioritize what you've got to get done during the day. Absolutely. And you've got a list of things that you've got to do professionally or in your vocation, what you have to get done during that day, and then you've got to figure out what you uh, want to do personally, you know, as far as the administration of life is concerned. Right. So, uh, you know, one of the, obviously with Amazon Prime, I mean, that's a huge one because you can have most of your, I have most of my dry goods shipped to the office or the house. Sure. Because you just click a button and boom, shows right up. Oh, it's nice. So it's beautiful. Yeah. Now, since they bought Whole Foods, you know, you can even get some uh, some of the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Price-wise, it's very comparable. It's yeah. very, very comparable. So, you know, just doing the multitasking, you know, what do you need to get done. So the other first thing you got to do is what do you got to – first, what do you have to identify? What do I have to get done today? Right. What and, has to be done today? You know, sometimes a checklist is going to help you. Maybe you're the kind of person that it doesn't. Um, for me, it's kind of – it depends on what I need to get done, how likely I am to forget about something if I don't actually write it down. So, you know, some days I'll make a checklist, some days I don't need to. And I guess it's like we've talked about in almost every other episode. It's knowing yourself and knowing what you're capable of and what needs to get handled and doing it. Well, and one of the I've got my one of the benefits of being a member here at the Cigar Lodge, not only do you get to be the part of the members only crew uh but in the uh, humidor uh, that's where i hold my uh I hang up my uh, my uh sport coat mm-hmm. my jacket and in my jacket i have a checklist and a checklist works for me i mean i write down what i have to do during sure. that day and then kind of game plan what you have to do the next day uh, especially at least you know if i have to do legal research or anything else like that i mean that just sure. takes time so you the other thing is just being able to figure out okay I've got to go do this, and, you know, are the kids with me? Are the kids not with me? Right. Can I accomplish these tasks all at the same time and then go from there? Sure. And some of that will really lend itself to, A, identify what you need to get done, and then if you need to get grocery shopping, okay, how do I achieve that? Mm-hmm. And what's financially feasible? Mm-hmm. Because you could have the uh, – you've got personal shoppers now. Yeah. You've got personal shoppers for um, – the groceries for oh, clothes. practically anything. I mean, especially now these days, these subscription boxes where you can buy a box of clothes. Basically. I'll admit, I'm a subscription box junkie. Yeah. I get I get subscription boxes that are food. They used to be based on a certain region of the world, and it's like, okay, this is the Japan box, and here's all the 
different little snacks and bread and all kinds of stuff from Japan. And then next month's maybe South America. Uh, you know, and it just varied. I'm starting to get one that it's kind of meant more for girls. And it's, here's different beauty products and that sort of thing. I'm, I love subscription boxes. Well, and so you got to try it. I mean, so if you, yeah. haven't, if you haven't tried a subscription service, definitely give that a shot. Um, I'm smoking my Perdomo Lot 23. It's got some smoky overtones. It pairs real well with the cigar malt from uh, Dalmore. Um, time management for me, especially, is getting those little small tasks, like those two, three, four-minute tasks. Sure. Which are annoyingly simple. Oh, my God. But yeah. the problem is that they're annoying, and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. Like, do I do the laundry? You know? So, sure. like household chores is a great example. So, if I, you know, am I, I'm at home, I'll start to load of laundry and then I'll go work for an hour. The benefits of modern life are that we have machines that wash the dishes for us. They wash the clothes for us. Guys, one of the things that makes my life simpler and that I try to get across to my kids is... These machines do the work for you. You're not standing for three hours scrubbing a single item of clothing. Throw it in the washer. It literally takes you five minutes. Why are we putting this off? And, you know, then spend five minutes on the laundry. Spend a few minutes kind of pre-scrubbing the harder-to-get gunk off the dishes. Throw them in the dishwasher. And then go do a chore that... It actually takes a little bit longer. You gotta spend a little time doing it. Maybe you're cleaning out a closet or something, and you know that's gonna take a little more thought. Well, and an example I can provide is at least with uh, being an attorney, I have to take so many CLEs, which are continuing legal mm-hmm. education credits. And you can do these online, but you can only do so many. Right. There's all kinds of restrictions, and because I'm in five states, it's a little bit more complicated. But the point is, you still have to do so many credits. Oh yeah. And one of the things that, uh, at least about this area, is that most of the places that I go for my CLEs have Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So you have the ability to log in, do your email, write the brief, you know, write the memo, respond to the emails, all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's all super important stuff that needs to occur. And once you learn what you're going to be doing during the day, sure, you can learn something new from these CLEs, but then I can multitask and do something else. I can step out if I need to take a phone call or anything else like that. And that's very, very important. Yeah, so, the, I mean, the key with time management is because you we're always limited in our time. So you, the other thing is you're going to identify the tasks that you like doing. And right. You can, and the other thing is you want to delegate. I, and that's yes. the other big thing is you want to learn what you can delegate and what you can't delegate. Um, right. And because in everybody's life, what household chores can I delegate? I mean, sure. That's, a, that's always the function of your family unit. Sure it is. I mean, if you've got kids of a certain age, I mean, you're trucking around here, there, and everywhere. If you've got older children, uh, they're self-sufficient. They can make dinner. Right. You know, if you've got young kids, then uh, they can't make dinner, and you know that it's going to be very labor-intensive. Right. Uh, so, you know, what tasks can you do with them? Mm-hmm. You know, what you know, knowing, especially with little kids. I mean, I've got um, I've got little kids, so if and you... mine are older. And fortunately, my daughter loves to cook. It's one of her stress reliefs. So. I can come home and say, hey, can you cook something for dinner? And I know she's going to turn out a really good meal and that she actually enjoys doing it. It kind of de-stresses her a bit. 
Well, that's a good. I mean, that's a good example of delegation. I mean, you yeah, know, you know what she's good at. You know that she enjoys that, and it helps me tremendously. It, you know, that's always a huge help, right there. Yeah, uh, because you need to have time to play. All work and no play makes everybody a dull person. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to have that hanging over your head. And then, as far as work is concerned, I mean, Elon Musk has always made a great. Um, he, he got into a, a Twitter feud a bunch of times because he had suggested that if you go to a meeting that's useless just leave and I, you know I, I thought to myself that's a, great, that's a great idea i mean because there are, and this also all is dependent on your vocation and everything mm-hmm. else like that because oh, if the meeting's a half an hour okay great but really what are you trying to accomplish during the meeting right. and having that goal set if you're leading the meeting then you've got an agenda right and what is on that agenda topic number one where are we shooting the wad this is where we need to get done. This is what we really need to talk about. Yeah. And then you can figure out, okay, so how do we get to that decision process? Uh, especially in various different vocations, you have to mull it about. You have to study it. Sure. You have to go from this, that, you got to look at data and all the metrics and everything else like that. And you've got to be able to study this information and then pull the trigger eventually on some course of action. Well, and you talked a minute ago about the tasks you enjoy doing maybe short tasks both Wes and I are attorneys as we've said in previous episodes and you know let's just be honest we all all attorneys have clients that they're they take a little bit more attention and I do a lot of collections defense people owe money so I end up with people that they're being sued and this is the first time it's happened to them and they're scared and I get that and so you know some of them are like I trust you you handle it and some other people are like they want to call in they want to talk they want me to reassure them and you know I get that you're having a hard time right now when your finances aren't secure everything else kind of falls it becomes a lot harder for you. And so, you know, the problem that we face as attorneys is we're ethically required to return those phone calls. Even All those the clients ethics. That, All those ethics. Well, we don't necessarily want to spend an hour on the phone with you telling you, yep, everything's perfectly normal. It's exactly the same as it was yesterday when we spoke. And yet we're required to talk. And so, you know... That may not be the very first task on your list, but it has to be on the list. Now, for Correct. people, it has to be on the list. But because this is what's required in our profession, we're going to get in serious trouble if we don't return those phone calls. And so, you know, whether you're an attorney or not, you've got those tasks that you want to do and tasks that you don't want to do, but you have to do them anyway. And, you know, you, again, you got to know yourself and know, do I need to put this first? So just get it out of the way. It's done with. Get on with the rest of my stuff. Or do you want to postpone? And, okay, I need to build up to doing this. Take a minute and kind of get it together. Well, and, and do an honest appraisal of your day. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to look at your day and say, okay, where am I spending my time? And this is how you're going to know yourself, too, sure. is because you've got to figure out, okay, if I'm spending a half an hour on Facebook, I mean, that's a time suck. 
Everybody's on social media, and we are on social media too. We can at right. Jet Set Lawyer for the Instagram and Intricate Girl on Instagram. So check us out. Uh, I mean, I get that there's a time and place for that, especially if you got five or ten minutes and you're you're in between meetings or anything else like that. Right. And you want to get that little dose of dopamine running through your brain sure. and everything else like that. Sure. Identify your time sucks. I mean, that are just sucking your time, and you're like, oh, this is going to take four hours. Right. I mean. Golf is a great example. Golf takes four hours to play around. And then you're like, well, what can I have done in that four hours? Honestly, I reached a point in my life where I canceled cable, and I haven't had it since. And it's not, this example isn't on cable, but I kind of reached that point when I was watching Lost, and it kind of stopped making any sense. I thought, you know... I've spent six years staring at Sawyer's abs, and as beautiful a thing as that was, I could have learned a foreign language in six years. I could have learned to play the violin competently in six years. Years. I spent it watching Sawyer's abs, and that was a very enjoyable activity, but I'm no more enriched as a person for doing that. Whereas if I had learned that foreign language, or played the violin, or... You know, something like that. How law school only takes... Three. Yeah. Three four. if you do it normally, four if you do it part-time. Yeah, I was part-time, so it took me four. Yeah. I, I mean... Right, I mean, so think about that. When you uh, do an honest appraisal of your day, and you think to yourself, how, you know, that you've got an automatic coffee maker. Why do you have an automatic coffee maker that's doing the, this, the French press or something like that? Right. Because you're trying to save time. And it, in on a... Weekday morning, sure, but on a Saturday morning, you may be like, eh, I'm not in any hurry. No, give yourself that extra time on the Saturday morning and enjoy the coffee. I'm about halfway through my uh, lot 23 here for the Perdomo. Okay. Still a smooth smoke. It, it It's a quick smoke here. Okay. It's a uh, smaller gauge and a smaller length, uh, but it's a quick smoke, so FYI. And, but, you know, again, going back to the time management, you... Once you get that appraisal done and you literally look at yourself in the mirror and go, I spent an hour on Facebook. Right. And then you're like, oh, my God. Oh, God. What did I just do? Right. And I get it. People do. I mean, you've got to have an outlet. And these these apps are designed. I mean, there are these people get paid millions of dollars to sit in a room with a bunch of data analytics people. True mathematicians, Mathematicians and everything else like that. To figure out a way to keep you on that app as long as possible, yeah, and to trigger you, and they and and they know this, and if you don't know this, you sh- you do now. I mean, they're trying to keep you on the app as long as possible. Right. So identifying time suck is huge. Um, with the vocational aspects, uh, you know, what are you trying to accomplish with this meeting and having that agenda, being right. that pinpoint precision, and being like not necessarily not social with everybody, but to be able to have that position where okay. We need to talk about this project coming down the pipeline. Sure. And we need to build this way and everything else like that. And then you go one step at a time and you you try to get into a group. Uh, and if you're in a, in a profession or a vocation, you're cut, you may be stuck with what group you have. Sure. Especially if you're not in charge of the hiring decision. Sure. And so the other thing is you're going to have, as far as time management is concerned, you have to identify those players of the game that have to be massaged like that client that makes maybe takes a little bit more time than anything and you have to be able to learn and say okay i need to tell this person i need like let's just use lisa i need to tell lisa three weeks before this happens right to make this happen right so if i know that i can say okay i'm going to give lisa three week head notice 
and everybody else a week, and then in three weeks we can have this discussion. Sure. Because that's what I know about her. And as far as, you know, trying to jam-pack what you need to do with her in a day, I mean, a lot of those tasks have to do with, like, working out. Like, where do you find the 20 minutes? Learning a new language. I mean, you can use an app on your phone to, sure. to learn a new language. So, Which is a, what I'm currently doing. What language you learn? Russian. Okay. That's a hard language. I, it's, <laughs> it's mostly hard in that you have to learn a whole new alphabet. And so that's always tricky. I started learning Japanese before, and same thing. A whole new alphabet, it's a little trickier. So... You know, identify those things where you just need focus time. So mm-hmm. if you want to work out and you can have the ability to go to the gym, and, you know, obviously if you've got kids that are young, you've got to figure out, okay, I got to, it's 20 minutes to get there, it's 20 right. minutes to get back, it's 20 minutes to work out, you know, 20 minutes this. I mean, that's an, all of a sudden you're in an hour and a half. Right. So how do you build that hour and a half? Well, during that hour and a half, if you've got an iPad and you run, you can run on a treadmill, use your iPad, listen to podcasts, obviously. Um, what can you do during these tasks that you can achieve what you want to do. Right. But you're getting done what you need to get done. Right. And that's, you know, very, very fast. I mean, uh, I I do a lot of criminal defense, so uh, my hours are not 9 to 5. Sure. They might be later than 9 to 5. They might be 7 to 7. And so that means that during the day I've got to get all my stuff done. And the courts are open till 4 o'clock. So if i got to file something, even electronically, I know that i got to get it done by 4 o'clock. Right. I got to hit that send button by four o'clock. Right. So that helps too because there's some, in every vocation or profession, there'll be some self imposed deadlines. Right. And that'll certainly help. And, and to separate yourself and say, okay, this is what I need to do. This is how do I make my work life balance? Because that's really what time management bleeds into is your work life balance. Right. If you don't finish all of your work on time, it's going to eat into your own personal time. And you're going to hate it. Yeah. It's stealing time from yourself. Who wants to do that? And so you've got to be able to get your, by using that honest appraisal of your work life, you can say, listen, okay, I need to get um, these tasks done. And the other thing is that use technology to help you, not hurt you. Right. Uh, I know that like Marco Polo is an app. It's like Snapchat if you're in your 30s. What mm-hmm. it is, it's like uh, eight or it's not. It's more than. I it's, haven't heard of this one. It's more than more of uh, it's video messaging. Okay. So I, you know, you, that's huge. So if you want to leave a video message for one of your coworkers and say, okay, Lisa, I need you to do this, this, and this, and I can take a five minute video and I can show you how to do that with my phone, and then boom, hit send. Right. I'm done with that task. Right. And then you, as the recipient, can say. Okay, I tried this, Lisa, but here's where, here, Wes, I tried that, but here's where I'm running into trouble. And you can sure. use that video messaging system to say, okay, here's when I'm into trouble. Or, I mean, it's like text messaging used to be, where if you're at the, uh, especially if you're, uh, if you're a guy and you go to the grocery store and you need, you're looking for something, you take a picture and say, was this what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. I think that's a big deal, <laughs> right? You know, you can use your phone and say, you take a picture of the, the product and be like, was this what you were talking right. about? And you get a response, yes or no. Right. And does that time save you? Yeah, sure, because you don't have to drive twice to the grocery store or wherever, you know, whatever store you're looking at. And sure. Especially online now with, like we were talking about, the subscri- subscription boxes and everything else like that. Uh, and we talked on an earlier podcast about clothing and everything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, if I need to, get, if you need to get new clothes and you know what kind of clothes you want to get, 
and you know your measurements, at least for guys, you can get that stuff online. Right. I mean, there rarely do you need to show up at a place and get a fitting anymore. Sure. I mean, there are occasions that require it. I mean, those big ones, uh, but you don't need to be fitted anymore. You, if, as long as you know your measurements, and that's a great example of how you use your time sure. to a better event. I mean, email especially. Uh huh. So. My Dow Winning has gotten considerably less soapy, and it's um, taking a sip now. It's got a very vanilla kind of taste, and the cigar that I'm smoking, the Sherpa, it does as well. So they're a really, really nice match. I like it. Um, it's a good match. And, so, yeah. and one of the finer things, I mean, that's the whole, the whole idea of the finer things, is that you're trying to save yourself enough time. To, to enjoy you, it. Right, to do what you want to do. I mean, so you've got to compress everything else you want to get done. And then if you know that you can get everything done at 5 o'clock, you can um, delegate these tasks. And then you've got the – you can cr- increase your focus. So let's talk for a minute about the delegation. I hired my first law clerk about June or July of last year. and Coming up on a year. Yeah, it – streamlined so much of what I do because I start them on do a simple answer. And yes, I have to check this. I have to check it every single time and make sure they did it correctly. But not having to do every single little switch the court name, switch the plaintiff name, switch the defendant name, all of that stuff saves me a bunch of time so that I can focus on the more lawyerly tasks and okay this is going to require a little more thought I have to speak with the client and that's not something a law clerk can or maybe should do and so you know it frees up my time so that I can focus on other areas I just hired my first associate attorney this person has not started yet but that is also going to free up my practice so that I can take cases that I don't practice in that area, but that's okay because they do. And so it expands my practice. This is all money that comes eventually into my pocket. And yeah, I got to pay a salary, but it's a different form of time management because it focuses time for my practice onto a whole other area that I was not doing previously. And it's somebody that you can work with and somebody you can train. And right. you can work with, you've got a system in place. I mean, and right. if you're in that, as the associate, you know, as the turnabout's fair play. So if you are uh, the person who's not the hiring manager or the decision maker or the owner, uh, the way you separate yourself and you want to get promoted is that you show the boss, hey, this is how I can save you time. Right. I mean, if you can show your boss, hey, I can save you 20 minutes a day if we, we, if we improve this process. Oh, the, I love that. One of the great, oh, my God, I love that. One of the great uh, interview questions uh, that I always like to ask is, will you create your own process or will you improve upon the process that's already been given to you? Right. Because what that asks you really, are you going to reinvent the wheel? Right. And if you're going to reinvent the wheel, then why am I hiring you? Right. I mean, it, it, because the company was here before you were. I know what I'm doing, baby. I, I've done this. Right. I, you know, company, I don't need you to show me what I'm doing. The company was here before you. The company's going to be here after you. So yes. you need to be able to be in a position to say, 
well, this is what I this is how I can improve the process. How do I make the process more efficient? I mean, everything now in this day and age, you just look at it like an assembly line. And once you have that, okay, what is the end? What is the end product that I need to look at? As uh, the Dalwini gets poured into Lisa's glass here, picking just a little tipple more. It's okay. It's good. And then it uh, is quite good. It is good. And then uh, so you, you what at the end of the assembly line? What finished product are you trying to get to? Yeah. And then you're going to figure out. Okay, this is where we're going to screw up, or maybe you've screwed up a bunch <laughs> of times at the same place. Right. And then you're going to know that and be like, Why am I screwing up in this spot? Right. I get to this spot, I'm good. Right. I get after this spot, I'm good. But this spot, yeah, whatever this spot is, this spot's killing me. Killing me. And then so you have that ability to say, okay, what what do I need to do to improve? And then you, especially in a corporate atmosphere, you can say, okay, who else is having the same problem? How do we uh, efficiently do this? And then that, your first blush is never going to be right. Sure. And that's okay, but it's going to get it make it easier. And then with that experience, you're going to have more and more opportunity for success, because that's really what it is. Because the more you improve the process that you're given at, you know, at a job, the more likely it is that A, you're going to get promoted. Right. And B, you're going to get made more money. Right. Because that, especially... Oh, my guy comes in and he saves me time and he makes me a lot of money. I, dude, I am not letting you go. Name me a number that it's going to take to keep you here and I'll keep you here because it... If you're adding that value to my company, I don't want to go through the whole process of training somebody new and making them figure out what they need to do, what hoops they need to jump through to make me happy. You're already making me happy. And, Let's continue. And that's the whole idea. You're making yourself indispensable. Yeah. And in any vocation or any job, when you make yourself indispensable, either through technical knowledge or to know how the process works. And if you're the person that can identify that spot, where things are going to screw up. And then you say, okay, I've got a solution for this spot. And then you can be in a position, okay, I can train somebody else. And, I mean, employers love that, first of all. Right. And you're only going to separate yourself. And that's, especially if it's in a job that you like and that you're doing because you want to do it, then you personally are going to have a better opportunity. And sure. you're going to meet your own goals. Because everybody's got to have goals. Well, and Wes and I are sitting here as both well, me not so much anymore, solo practitioners, and we run the companies, you know? And so not everybody is in that position. The medical profession has a saying, see one, do one, teach one. And that's kind of the process. First, you need to witness something to kind of have an idea what in the world is going on here. And then do it, experience that. But that final step is one that a lot of people and a lot of companies never give their employees the opportunity. Teach it. Show somebody else. And I knew that the first associate that I hired, I'm trying to build an empire here. I didn't get licensed in five states just so that I can sit in one. And I'm. It's not Pokemon cards. I'm not going to collect them all. <laughs> so, you know, the idea is to actually practice in all of them. And so I need somebody that eventually they're going to step up to partner. They're going to prove themselves capable of doing that. And you can only do that if you're capable of leading. Well, how do you lead? 
you teach someone else how to do the process. And the key to teaching that process is you've got to know it backwards. You better and forwards. know it. And that's and especially identifying those processes and being in that job that you love, and you can say, okay, let's just use an example of if you work for a bank and you're like, oh, I'm updating the policies or whatever. Correct. Yeah, sure, banking is not changed in hundreds of years. Oh, no, but it has. The banking laws change the on laws do. constantly. But the idea is that the bank takes in money and then lends it out. Sure. And that's how the bank makes money. So you, to identify those processes and say, okay, how do we lend more money safely so the bank makes a return? Right. Versus uh, not lending money safely and causing a housing bubble. <laughs> sure. <laughs> then everybody goes bankrupt. Um, so, you know, that's always important, too. I mean, this can apply to everything, and that's the whole idea. I mean, what what are you doing right now in your day where this is what I like about my job, and here's how I want to improve upon my job. You know, I have, for instance, I, I do a lot of criminal defense. So a lot of my motions at the beginning um, are things that I can create templates for. Mm-hmm. So now I have to update those templates when the law changes and everything sure. else like that. That's something you've got to do. But to be able to be at a point where you can create a template, mm-hmm. and that's where the teaching aspect goes, and you can say, okay, I've got this template, it works, Sure. it gives me the ability to <laughs> manipulate it so that I can work it, and then it saves you time, Right. makes you more efficient, and then it goes from there. I mean, it, it, But I will, I'll be the very first to admit, I love the little challenges, the little things that you didn't expect them coming, and wait a minute, this is sort of close to something I did before, but it's not the same. And those little changes, I'm going to have to make some other changes along the way. I love those moments. And you have to know where you are in the process. You have to. Because Lisa knows enough about the situation where Mm -hmm. she knows when she encounters something new, and then she can ascertain whether or not this is going to be a typical case. Right. And if it's not a typical case, then you can create the exception. Right. For example, I recently had a case that it had some similarities to a case that I previously won. And it was very complex, very nuanced. And fortunately, I won the previous case. And so I knew, all right, this works. I can make these arguments and the judge is going to go for them. So... I walk into the second case, and like I said, there were some differences in that one. And the the thing is, you've got to be familiar with where those differences are and what worked previously. Correct. And can I use this? And, well, there's one little aspect here that I can't use, but how can I get around that? How can I craft something that works similarly to how it did in the past with these new facts. I mean, that's the that's all of humanity. I mean, That's every job. Right. We're, that's you're, every job. You're, it's building blocks. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, you, you got to be bad to be good. You, nobody starts out perfect. You got you to be bad to be good. I mean, Tiger Woods didn't start uh, crushing the golf ball. Uh, LeBron James. Until he was four. Right. <laughs> he started at four. So when he gets to 24, he's got 20 years of on-the-job experience. Right. So, I mean, again, going back to the scotch, how do you make 15-year-old scotch? It takes 15 years. Yep. I mean, it just takes time. And so you've got these processes. And you're going to make a few bad batches to start make, with. Correct. But you figure it out. And that's okay. I mean, You delegate. You hire the people who know how to make scotch. And, you know, they get you there. 
Right, and, and knowing and identifying those issues. You know what? That's another issue we should talk about is that I'm perfectly fine. I sort of kind of like not being the smartest person in the room. I want to surround myself with really brilliant people that bring something new to the table, and they're able to say, what about we try this? And I analyze it, and I think, huh, yeah, that could work. Or, well, I'm unsure because of this aspect. And then we sit and we brainstorm about that particular aspect. And maybe we come to a solution and maybe not. But it's the things that I hadn't considered, that I can't consider, the unknown unknowns. Right. I don't don't know. know. Right. You don't know what you don't know. And you can't know what you don't know. And that's very, I mean, Lisa's bringing up a very uh, good point here because you want to know. And surround yourself with people who are going to improve the process because the process isn't going to change. Right. We talked in a previous episode about Wes sitting second chair on a criminal trial, which I don't do a ton of criminal work. He does. I knew this is the guy that I need to talk to because he's the one that does this on a daily basis. This is rope practice for him. For me, it's not. So why would I recreate that over and over and spend hundreds of hours when he already knows what he's doing? He already knows what he's talking about. The old adage is, I was taking batting practice, a little BP in the yard, and Lisa's seeing the pitch for the first time going, I do not know what is going to happen. <laughs> right. So, And, and that's a, another important issue there is you identify – uh, when you identify what you don't know, especially within your own organization uh, or whatever organization that you're in, you can say, okay, but there is somebody within your organization that does know. And you can seek that person out and say, okay, here, uh, right. I, I, well, using the golf analogy, I'm hooking the ball. I've got a wicked hook. I don't play golf, so I don't have a clue what that means, you're, but okay. You're hitting it left all the okay. time. You're hitting it left all the time. And I, I, I just keep hitting it left. I, I hit it left so much that I alter the, my stance because I know I'm going to hit it left. Sure. And sure. at some point, somebody's going to look at you and be like, why, why can't you hit the ball straight? And you're like, I, I don't know. I, I can't. But if you talk to a golf pro, and they're like, okay, here's what you need to do. I mean, does it take work? Sure. Does it take the, le- the learning process? Absolutely. Is there a learning curve? Absolutely. Sure. And you're going to be, I mean, it's just like the educational system that we have set up in America. I mean, to get to second grade, you've got to go through first grade. Yep. And you got to go through kindergarten. Yep. I mean, you got to jump through certain hoops. Um, but the end goal is the high school diploma. So if you if you're in go or a college degree, so let's say, uh, you know, you've got a you want a, a college degree in engineering. Well, you're gonna take a lot of math. Right. A lot of math. If yeah. you want a college degree in arts and sciences or English, not a lot of math. Yeah, and, and you know so you I know, you know that I look at people like my son, and he was wicked smart all through high school. Wicked smart. Really, really bad GPA because he didn't turn in his homework. He's far smarter just on raw intelligence than I am. But I guess it's the old, he didn't apply himself. And so he set on, you know what? I want to join the military. I want to join the Marines specifically. So he had a goal in mind. And do you need math for that? Depends on what you're going into, sure, but his particular MOS, his job, no. 
So, you know, how much can I really ride his case over, you got to bring me solid A's in math, you have to turn in your... Dude, okay, I guess we can both admit you're never going to use this in never gonna your grown-up life. <laughs> Calculus does not apply to you. Right, and, and that's very, very important because if you, when you're in the goal here, is the product at the end of the assembly line. So your goal or your uh, your corporate goal or your vocational goal right. is I want to be this person. I want to do this type of work. Okay, sure. So how do I get there? Well, this is what I got to do here. And then you, bat, you, you reverse engineer it. But you can also have your personal goals. For example, um, you know, I share this all the time. I'm not exactly embarrassed by it, but I'm embarrassed by it. I... I have a literal learning disability in math. It's similar to dyslexia, but it's with numbers. They don't make sense to me. I don't get it. And I can study as much as I want. They're never going to quite make sense to me. So I find the little tips and tricks. Well, for me, a personal goal, I would love to get some sort of degree that it's like astrophysics or I don't know something that's going to require yeah that's who she is I mean I want something that's going to require a pretty decent understanding of math in order to accomplish because I know how much work I will have to put into that sucker it's it's going to be such a feeling of accomplishment of yeah I powered through this I know exactly how hard it is for me. Will I ever accomplish it? I don't know. We'll see. It's not high up on the list, so it's on the list. we'll see. It's on the list. It's on the list. I am to the bottom third here of my Perdomo. And I'm at least halfway through. This is Lot a very long cigar. And uh, the Lot 23 is not bad. I would recommend it. I would, uh, I would smoke another one of these. I'm a Perdomo fan. Yeah. You're a Perdomo fan as well. Like I said, my Sherpa, it's probably my favorite cigar and i still love it the dow winnie still it good pairs beautifully with it not and soapy anymore is it no not at all no yeah so the, with the time management aspect i mean because there's not, everybody does things that waste time and it's okay to do those things that waste time you kind of need to you have to decompress a little right you do have to decompress and that's i mean I I'll walk, you know i'll walk the dog and i'll smoke a cigar while i'm doing it and it gives Perfect him example. a logger walk, and it gives me a cigar, and we're both happy. And the dog never argues with you. No. The dog's happy as can be. He's like, oh my god, there's a squirrel in the yard. Let's oh. go chase that. Look at the squirrel. And that, and that's, like I said, that's, the, that's what we've been talking about on the finer things, is you, especially with time management, is that the, the better you are with time management, the higher your quality of life will be, the higher your work-life uh, balance will be. And you can set those times where you want to focus on your family. Yeah. You want to focus on something else. You want to focus on, you want to learn that language. Uh, dude, if I could do nothing but focus on my family and do whatever I want, that would be great. I, uh, you know, my favorite singer is Maynard James Keenan. He's band Tool, Perfect Circle, and he also has his own vineyard. He has said, look at this face. I'm not the kind of guy that gets to sit by the pool. I gotta work for a living. <laughs> I gotta work for a living. I gotta work for a living. So you know, it's kind of that mindset. Yeah, he lives a very charmed life. He's a millionaire for sure. He gets to own his own vineyard. But 
he still has to work for a living. He's just doing it on his terms, and that's kind of the key. Well, and it's one step at a time. Yeah. When you learn, he didn't start out millionaire. Correct. I mean, he remembers what it was like to not be in that position. Right. And and again, if if that is your and how do I get out of that position? How do I? Yeah. And how do I get to that place where I want to be? Hard work. No substitute. I mean, it's one day at a time, brick by brick. Uh, plank by plank, that's how you get you build the house. I mean, it and time management, man. If you're building a house, you better have it. <laughs> and it's just like and you know things are going to go wrong, and you'll face those uh, little comeuppances every once in a while. Those little problems. I have talked about the home improvement projects that I've done, and I do a lot of the work myself. In the past, I have done a lot more of it just because the money wasn't there, and so okay. Well, I'm going to do this work all on my own rather than hire it out. Now I can afford to bring in people who they know what they're doing, and so they're a little more advanced than I am. They can do it faster. They can do it ultimately cheaper. But, you know, when you're doing it yourself, you look at it and you're like, oh, God, I screwed that up. i got to do that again. And sometimes more than once. Sometimes, And you, sometimes you have to do that. Yeah, and and that and that, that goes to time management. I mean, you're identifying those uh, steps that you want to take, and and that might be part of the detox process, where you're doing that hard labor uh, or that renovation project, and you're like, you know what, I need to build this door frame or whatever. Yeah, uh, because that, I've had a tough day at work. Because not every day is going to be perfect. I will tell you, the very best therapy in the entire world is when I've done like demolition projects. I'm ripping down walls breaking stuff because literally the whole time i'm having conversations in my head with exes with bosses in the past with all kinds of people that i feel like they've wronged me in the past and i'm having conversations and i'm working through all of the different issues and how could this conversation have gone differently what could i have done differently what could they have done differently where did this go wrong? Where did this go right? All of that. Hey, it's great therapy, tearing down the wall. And if nothing else, you slam a hammer into it and you screw release, that wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, because everybody has aggression. That's sure. Great, uh, you know, it's a cathartic to Better release. take it out on a wall than a person. <laughs> release that aggression. And that's, that's very important. And, you, and Lisa knows that. And Lisa knows that. I mean, as far as my time management is concerned, you know, I, I'll work during lunch. I'll return phone calls. If I, you know, I am usually in the courtroom every day, yeah. so I will re- I return phone calls during breaks uh, after 4 o'clock because court's usually over at 4 o'clock. So sure. between 4 and 6, I'm on the phone. I'm a phone jockey, just returning phone calls, emails, and all that kind of stuff. No, he is. We met for this podcast earlier today and ordered a little bit of food, and he had to peace out to go handle some business. And... You know, I get it. I, I do the same to him a hundred times over. And that's what happens. And, and, you, and we know that, for instance, we set aside, set aside a time for the podcast. And we sure. know what we're going to talk about. We talk about it a little bit beforehand. So we game plan, okay, how we're going to talk about right. it and everything else like that. And we I also the key phrases. I mean, that's, that's yeah. a great example. I also know that if something comes up, maybe he's got a phone call I absolutely have to make this phone call. I got to cancel on the podcast. I got to postpone the podcast. Okay. Yeah. No. Handle your business. 
no big deal. I mean, that's the that's the whole idea. I mean, the time management aspect. I mean, and and the, like I, I can't say this enough. The biggest step is just to have an honest appraisal of your day, and be like, ah. Oh. And then once you realize you spent that much time playing like a game or Candy Crush, well, or one of those uh, games, and you're just like, and oh. I, I think that's why I love being so busy. It's there's nothing getting in my way. I am business right now. Right. And the guy that I'm seeing, he, every time I get on the phone with him, he's, I'm like, how's your day? Busy, busy, busy. And I'm like, I get that. I get that, and I like that. And that's the key. I yeah. Mean, and that's the whole idea. I mean, so, yeah, once you get that honest appraisal of the day, and if you're busy, because there's always the administrative tasks of life, you know, checking your bank account, balancing your checkbook, sure. and, I mean, all of that stuff. And you can just get that process down, and that'll work out well. Yeah. Well, thanks again for listening. This has been the Fire Things. We are podcasting from the Members Only Lounge. Members Only. At the Cigar Lodge in beautiful Akron, Ohio. I'm Wes. You can find me at Jet Set Lawyer on Instagram. And I'm Lisa at Intricate Girl on Instagram. Thanks again for rating, review, giving us the five stars. Please do so. Please, guys. That's how we get more listeners. That's how we get more support. We've had a couple of uh, questions about the different couple of cigars and scotches. We will get to those. And we've heard some clamoring for the uh, website and the Amazon banner. We are getting to that. Don't you fret none, child. We're happy to let you guys buy things through us. Sure. Do that. So, again, thanks to you. Cheers, guys.